0: Hey, hey, welcome to Beyond the Couch. I'm Dr. Christine Jehu, a coffee-obsessed, licensed psychologist and coach. In this podcast, we take conversations beyond the couch of a therapy room to explore all things high performance, personal growth, and mental health. And we do it all without the psychobabble. An important note, while I am a psychologist and we do talk about mental health here, this show is not mental health treatment, and it's not intended as a substitute for mental health treatment you'll find resources for how to find a therapist and crisis numbers in the show notes should you need them. All right, let's get into it. Hey hey, welcome back everyone to another episode of Beyond the Couch. I'm excited to be here. The day has come. The day, the moment, the week is 29 of 29 week. And I can't even believe it. Um Oh, so many thoughts, so many feelings. All of the things are happening right now. I'm sitting here in the office with the typical recording setup in front of me and a packing. What do we want to call this? A packing scene <laughs> behind me because it's Sunday. Tomorrow I'm getting on a plane to head out west to start the trek to... Uh, the 29029 Eversting event. This episode will drop on Tuesday. So just a couple days out from hitting the mountain. And so I figured I would come in today and just share where I'm at share what my focus is going into the event this year, given the challenges that were faced on mountain in 2022, I know a heck of a lot more going into the event this year than I did last year, which I think is helping me. Well, it's absolutely helping me prepare differently this year. Um, and I will just share before I get into the episode, let you all know that um, my friend Meredith, who's been on the show before, who I climbed 29029 29 with last year, we literally just got off of a recording for her podcast. So that's going to drop on Wednesday. So this comes out Tuesday, her um, episodes release on Wednesdays, and I... um I share some things on that episode that I haven't yet shared here publicly, um, publicly at all. And here on the podcast, which I will, um, but you could also go over and listen to the conversation that Meredith and I have. Um, it's focused on healing and just sharing all the thoughts and all the things of how healing has shown up in my life, um, particularly over the last year. So it also has a bit of a 29029 vibe to it, so you can get double double the fun. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So here we are. It's event week. There have been 12. Is it 12 weeks of tra- no 20 weeks of training leading up to this event? If you haven't been here before, the rundown. I am going to Jackson Hole, Wyoming this year for this Everesting event. The gist of the event is that you have 36 hours to hike the elevation equivalent of Mount Everest. We are at a a lot of people have all these questions. Um, Are you just out there on your own? Like, are you hiking with all of your gear? Here's, here's the rundown, (laughs) It's, it's a whole event, so I'm not out there alone. There's over 200 participants at each event. There's all the staff on hand that you need. They feed you. They house you. All of these fun things. So the, the elements of the event itself. We're at a ski resort. So the start line is at the base of a ski slope. We hike up this mountain at um, the location in Jackson Hole. We cover 1.1 miles on ground on the ground with over 1,500 feet of elevation per ascent, which is going to require us to climb that hike that 19 times to get to 29,029 feet, which is the elevation equivalent of Mount Everest. So we climb up this ski slope, and then we get in the gondola, aka the ski lift and we come back down. Um, And you rinse and repeat 19 times for this location. All of the, the distance that you travel, the elevation that you gain, the number of times that you have to go up and down the mountain is different based off of the location that you're at, because it's not the exact same race course. Or let me not say race. It's not the same course. I was thinking in my head, anytime you do a 5k, it's like, 5k of distance, but the race course is going to look different. So that is the event. There's no first place finisher or anything like that. It's you go and you climb and climb and climb until you complete or you run out of time. They don't tell you when you have to do what the start line opens at 6am on Friday and the event closes at 6pm on Saturday there are windows when the meals are available. There's requirements of when you have to have a headlamp on if you're going to hike through the night. But other than that, it's up to you to tackle this the way you want to. So that's the that is the rundown. Um, so I have I want to just share some of where I'm at, the mindset, and the things that I'm focusing on as I go into this event. And I have five, five things to start with, excuse me, five things to, to share. And as, as we do here, we'll, we'll see where it takes us. So the title of this episode is Steady Eddie. And part of that is because this is a long event. It is an endurance event. And when we hear the coaches, part of, part of what you get in your entry to this event are coaching calls every other week that help you prepare. They answer questions, we talk about mindset and all of these things. And as we have, there's one event of the season that's already happened. And a lot of the feedback is and and feedback from past years is that they see people not complete the event who count themselves out too soon. When if they had kept going, put one foot in front of the other, stayed at this steady state, and you just keep going, they likely could have finished the event. Now, are you going to slow down? Hell yeah. Are you going to need to take a rest? Absolutely. But this idea of steady Eddie <laughs> is really key for me as this event is stupid steep. <laughs> it is the steepest of the all of the locations. And as the coaches have scouted, cause this is the first time they've done an event at Jackson hole. And as the coaches have scouted this location, they have said, it is so steep. And the trick is to go steady, right? You have to pace yourself and not Jump out out of the gun. Try to go balls to the wall. Beating times. This, that, and the other. It's it's a tortoise tortoise versus the hare type deal, right? And if we keep going, and you don't stop, and you don't count yourself out, you ha- everyone has the opportunity to complete this event. And when I'm talking about completing, I'm saying reaching the elevation equivalent of Mount Everest, getting the red hat at the top. There are some people who come to the event and their goal is to get half of them, right? And so everyone's coming in with, <clears throat> with a different goal. My goal <laughs> is to get all 19 ascents. So I know that it's going to be hard. I know that at some points it's going to suck really, really hard. It's, it's going to be challenging. Suffering is part of the process. As, as my friend Pete from last year said, it's a great day for suffering, right? Like, but steady, steady Eddie is the key. One of the the pieces that in reflecting from last year that really had an impact on me that impacted the the level that the altitude got me was that I went out Out of the gate, guns blazing. I was thinking, okay, if we can get, if we can hit an average pace on the first one, we're going to be golden. And so I learned that I actually need to pull back. I need to maybe underperform, if you will, on the first one, take it a little bit longer than when I hit my stride. Part of that is you got to warm up, you got to learn the course, got to see what the heck's going on and, and truly have an understanding of what's ahead of us for 18 more ascents, right? Once we get to the top. So I'm going to start a little bit further back. I'm going to take it real steady, maybe a bit slower on that first go than what I might typically and use that as my gauge for pacing. Um, and honestly, probably the first three ascents I'm going to have to hold back because that the excitement and the adrenaline is going to be rushing, but we have a whole two days <laughs> ahead of us to do this. So keeping that steady eddy, <laughs> the tortoise is, is, has the ability to win the race here. The other piece that I'm really focusing on is being present in the moment. I was doing some journaling yesterday morning to really sit and allow myself to to reflect on the differences between last year and this year. And if you go listen to Meredith's episode, uh, you'll hear a little bit more in the weeds of what was going on last year and where I'm at this year. And. One of the things that I realized in in my journaling is that nature is so important to me. And when I think back on a lot of key memories from growing up and even through college, even grad school, being outside and being in nature is, is part of it, right? Playing soccer, being an outdoor sport person, um, there's a lot of of memories and um, sensory memories, right? So the the smell of grass, the smell of cut grass, uh, the smell of a soccer field on a early Saturday morning. There's there's a lot there, and there was a a very powerful moment at last year's event where I was just taking in the scenery and truly being present. And on the moments on the mountain, when I was struggling the most, um, as I was working to finish the event, the moments that I felt rushes of energy that I felt most connected to myself, that I was truly enjoying the challenge that I paid a lot of money for was when I was taking in nature and truly being present in the moment and being in awe of this world that we live in. And so a focus this year is to to be more present in the moment. I think we can often say, be present where your feet are, all of these things. But there's something for me, as I think of being present in the moment, that offers an invitation for the absorption of what's happening and where I am that feels different than saying, be present where your feet are. So my focus too, is to be present in the moment. And that will also be a checkpoint for me to make sure I'm going with Steady Eddie. Because I know for my life, when I get moving at a pace that might be pushing a boundary It's hard to be present in that moment, to fully be absorbed. And so that's going to be a nice check for me of if I'm checking out from the nature and the environment that's around me, if I'm not fully engaged in conversation with the people who I'm on mountain with, that's going to be an indication that I need to pause, take a breath come back to the moment, ground in the moment, pull in the five senses, right? We've talked about this before on the podcast, that one of the greatest ways to get back in our body and to get back in that present moment is to orient with the five senses. What are we seeing? What can we touch? What are we hearing? What are we tasting? What are we smelling? So as I bring that invitation to you, but also to myself as a tool to check back in, in the present moment, So we're going steady Eddie. We're going to be present in the moment. And this year I really want to focus on community and building relationships, connecting with other people, truly learning people's names and things about them. Um, I had a lot of conversations on mountain last year. Um, some that are a bit more clear than others. And I know I met so many people But when I was so sick with the altitude sickness, I was not forming memories. Like I can see the faces of some of the people who were checking in on me, who were around when things started going sideways and Meredith would come back and check in on me and be like, so-and-so asked about you. So-and-so asked about you. I ran into this person. I did a hike with them. And I'm like, I don't remember who that is because I was so unwell that I wasn't making these really important connections of who this person is and and their identity, their name. And so this year, I really want to focus on being, again, that being present in the moment and being present in the moment with the people that are that I'm there with learning about them, hearing their story. Why, why are you here on this mountain? Why is this important to you? What are you looking forward to? What are you struggling with right now? How can I lift you up and focus on adding to the community? Last year, I was so turned inward, right? I was like working on these internal elements that I brought with me to the mountain. but also the element of being sick, just, it, it shut me down from, from truly engaging in and experiencing this challenge with other people. So leaning into community, I want to lift others up. I want to leave with really, really good friends and connections. Cause there is, there is nothing like going through a challenge of this magnitude to really bring you into connection with others. Okay. The fourth thing is you versus you. And that's something that the event talks about, right? This isn't a race. They're not celebrating differently, right? The, the perf person who finishes first, right? Like it's not even blasted. Um, because this really is a you versus you. It's you on the mountain. Everyone's going to have a different strategy. Everyone's going to have a different experience and path on this. And I talked about this some on Meredith's podcast of how I am a person, like I'm an Enneagram three, this achiever type personality that, um, I often lean more into that accolade and the achievement and less about being present. Here we go again, right? Being present with myself and moving at a pace that's steady, that's steady any pace, right? See how all of this is fitting together. Um I, I I can get disconnected from myself in the process. And so I'm really inviting more of the introspection. And the, I don't want to say the challenge of myself because I I don't want to challenge myself, but it is going to be the challenge of the athlete me that kicks in. Now, granted, I'm going to need the athlete, but I, I need a different version of the athlete that I am on the mountain because it is an endurance event, right? It's not a contained 90 minute soccer game where I can push some limits, differently than limits will be pushed on the mountain. So I'm inviting myself to be in consistent contact with what's going on inside, what, what's going on emotionally, what's going on mentally, and the truth of where I am physically, right? And, and where do I need the physical to take over when the mental is lacking, right? Coach Chris says, our body knows what to do, So sometimes we just need to get out of our own damn way and let the body take over, right? So when can I let the legs take over, the lungs take over? And when might I need my emotions to pump myself back up to get a little pep in my step? When might the mental piece need to calm the emotions and also power the body? And I'm not going to know that. If I'm not in consistent communication with myself, one of the things that I'm excited about for this event, that's different than the location I was at last year is we're going 1.1 miles on foot versus 2.3 that we were, um, at snow basin last year. And so just the time on mountains going to feel different from a course perspective, um, and it's super steep, but if I think about the times where I felt the most in control was when we were going up the really steep parts because it was a stair-step type deal. And so my legs felt really strong and capable in those moments. It honestly was the more like sneaky... um, sneaky elevation that was just like that slight one you know when you're walking on a treadmill at like maybe a level 10 where it's not too too steep but it's also like not comfy flat like those are the pieces that i hated the most <laughs> so i actually i don't think i'm going to mind this more straight up i say that now but <laughs> ask me on a scent 12 <laughs> um, so anyhow an invitation to really stay connected to me to not be in competition with other people, to not let other people who may be going past me um, or are on different laps, right? Because their plan, their process could be different than mine. And that's okay, right? Being okay with where I'm at and my approach to this event, the approach and the experience as it's being lived out. And the last piece, and I'm thankful to my friend Megan for this mantra. Um, she was sharing with me about some hikes that she did and focusing on one powerful step at a time. And I told her I'm going to adopt that for 29029 because truly it is, it is one powerful step at a time. That is the only way to get up is one step at a time there are no shortcuts. There are absolutely no shortcuts. And there's nothing that can change at this point, other than all of this that I'm sharing, right? Like we're not going to get physical gains. You know, we have three more workouts between now and the event and they're truly like maintenance sort of cross training type things, 30 minute little ditties just to keep us going. Um, so at this point I'm bringing to the mountain, what's going to be there. And so this, this trusting of, of the work that I've done, trusting in my legs and in my body, I, I have always been in lower body dominant sports. And so I know my legs can power me through anything and they have my entire life. And so this mantra of one powerful step at a time is really the foundation of all of these points that I'm taking with me um, up the mountain. <sighs> so there it is. <laughs> Steady Eddie, be present in the moment. Focus on community. You versus you, and one powerful step at a time. It's it's how I'm going in. It's how we're going to get through. Um, I'm excited. I'm actually excited that I had such a challenging time last year because it is allowing me to prepare differently, even from the ways that I'm packing my bag and portioning everything out, paying attention to the snacks that I'm bringing and the things that I know have been working to fuel my body and keeping that front of mind. So, you know, if I start to feel things go left, I can make an adjustment more quickly. I'm just, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to have a different experience. I have had this ebb and flow of excitement to fear, and I'm sure that that is going to keep sort of oscillating in these next few days as I make my way to Colorado and then make my way on to Wyoming. Um, oh gosh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so excited. I'm I'm excited to be going with a really good friend um, to be doing this challenge with other people. And some of our friends from last year's event are going to be there as well. So that community element is already unfolding. And I'm just excited to, to see where this goes and excited to um, share it with you. I'm going to do my best to be on Instagram with updates. Um, a lot of it's going to depend on how much juice stays in the phone. Um, and yeah, if, uh, carrying the phone in the pack and this, that, and the other, but going to hopefully again, be more present and grounded than I was last year to be able to, to provide some more periodic updates. And absolutely there will be, um, some recap episodes afterwards. Um, and I'm hoping to meet some people who are going to want to come on the pod and share about their experience. Um, so you get to hear from other people why they're doing it, what lessons they learned, what were some of the challenges and, and how they overcame it. So looking forward to that. Um, Yeah. Other than that, I'll, I'll see you on the other side of the mountain. Don't forget to, um, search for Meredith's podcast, sweat and reflect for that episode that, uh, she interviews me. It's dropping tomorrow. If you're listening to this in real time and if it's after the date that this has released, that one's already going to be out over there on sweat and reflect. Okay. My friends, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. And I look forward to talking to you on the other side of the mountain. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. Will you do me a favor to help spread the word about the podcast? Take a quick screenshot of the episode and drop it in your Instagram story sharing one of your biggest takeaways from today. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. We'll talk soon.